In the den, the mighty den, the lion sleeps tonight. In the den, the quiet den, the lion sleeps tonight. Welcome to the Lion's Den, Subiaco Floric Crew Club podcast with the Reds and Thumper. Hello and welcome back to the Lion's Den. I'm Jamie and as always I'm joined today by Jack Retallick. Rats, how you going? Good, good. Good um, to be back. And we've got special guest, um, new A-grade um, captain, Jess Emery. How you going, Jess? Thanks. Hey, Jamie, Jack. Good to be here. Good, good to have you. you. Um, big shoes to fill. Last two blokes who joined us in the podcast, I think Chris made 50 and took three or four. Yeah. And then the next week, Willow made 60, so but good signs for you this week, I think. Is is she more alpha because she's a captain? She's the A-grade captain. She is, yeah. Well, we had disgraced former captain Chris, but I think you probably top him here, so a big week coming up for you, Jess. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll take what we can get at the moment. Yeah, so. it's always good. And obviously, thanks to the Whisk Creamery and Image 7 for hosting us um, today. I reckon we just get straight into the results. Absolutely. Rats. good, Great week for the club. Very good week in, for in the, the men's, men's. The men's. We went five, four from four in the men's. Um, girls a little bit tougher. Yeah, a bit of a worse weekend, but that's okay. That's all right. We'll get into it. So the ones had a very good game. So they batted first, finished on five for two seventy three. So the captain Jerry Futuris made seventy. Melted them apparently. Absolutely melted them. I heard. Yeah. Um, Jaden Goodwin fifty five coming off a. Um, game for the second 11 for WA. Um, Ethan Shivers, first game back, back, up. back up, and he made 50. Wouldn't have looked, would not have looked out of place. No, he batted very well, apparently. Yeah. Um, and then Monty chimed in with 37. I think Junior hit 22 off 10, 10. rocks. Yeah. Um, and Mouldy hit some big bums, he was telling me. It's not a, not a shock at all when you see the size of that bloke. No, he's a big boy, isn't he? So a pretty good day with a bat for the ones, and then they... Pretty quickly wrapped up Gosnell's innings. Chris, Junior. It is the summer of it's Junior, isn't it? It's the summer of Junior. We keep saying it and it keeps happening. It does keep happening. So he took four for 30. He'd be pretty comfortably leading the champion player, you'd think, at the moment. I he'd haven't pretty, checked. He'd be pretty close to it. You're, I a, think. you're a bit of a micro-hit nuffy. I'm you'd a big know. micro-hit nuffy. I haven't actually looked, but with the recent performances, I'd say it'd be right up the top of the tree. Yeah. Are you a micro-hit nuffy, Jess? Are there, who's uh, the biggest nuffy in the girls' team? I feel like Millie wraps that up pretty yeah. easily. Yeah, she's all over the stats. All over the stats. Play. A bit like you, Rats. You're yeah, nuffy. I mean, just like to know what my teammate, how my teammates are going, my club mates are going. Good. Do you want to tell us about the second grade <coughs> game? Yep, good win for the twos. Uh, got them one for early, um, and then they kind of had a little bit of a partnership going, and we just put the classic Subi squeeze on them. Um, I love a squeeze at Subi. It's pretty. I thought it was a pretty good batting wicket in that first innings, um, and it probably the wicket probably just like crumbled a little bit and went a bit low towards the end. But um, we kept them to 181. Um, the big heavy ball, Kieran Prashanth took four for 34, um, bowling nearly I think 10 on the trot. He just bowled with I think probably the best control I've ever seen him bowl with, yeah. um, and was just really really hard to get away. Congratulations um, to him for general public player of the week. Player of the round, yeah. Cheers. And he looked good in the photo as well. He did, didn't he? I'd love to know the photographer there because that big. Was, it was good. Um, and then pretty good batting performance from us. Guy Taylor got 35 uh, and <clears throat> that was his first game back in the twos. 
And he looked unbelievably good. Yeah. He played a couple of the nicest cover drives you'll see. Awesome. Um, so he was probably a bit unlucky to not kick on because mm-hmm. um, he was set. But Willow, maybe it's the summer of Willow. Could be. Good comeback from Willow, last week. Willow got 60 um, and batted, <clears throat> again, really, really, really well. And then heavy ball, Forfa. He's loosened himself up. He's bombed 51. Yeah. Um, and again, just looked completely in control. Yeah. Big um, pre-season for the big fella. Yeah, it looks like it. looks yeah. like he had a big pre-season. Yeah. Big lead-in. Um, Any bombs? He hit one bomb, um, just launched their spinner. Like, just don't bother running, boys. That's yeah. that's big. Um, but yeah, we kind of, we lost a couple in a clump towards the end with about, I reckon, 20 or 30 to go. So probably made it a little bit harder than we should have. And we should have really um, done it far easier. But win's a win. Did you make any? No, I didn't. No, no I tried to pull a half volley. So uh, it does happen sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, threes, Jamie, what happened in the threes? Um, it was pretty comprehensive for us. Um, Corey, so they were one for, I think, 56 after 12 overs. Just looking at the score, and I can just, I'm thinking it might have been a whisk creamery melt. <laughs> it was a melt brought to you by the whisk creamery. Um, so they were one for 56 after 12. They were three for 84. And then we pretty promptly bowled them out for 96. They've lost so seven for They've lost 12. seven for 12. It was fun to be a part of. Um, Not fun if you're a gozzy boy. Nah, it was because um, it wasn't a bad wicket at all. Um, I think Corey finished, um, continued his really good form from last week, bowled with really good control. He finished with four for 28. Brody Lockwood um, took one of the better. He reckons that one of the wickets was the worst, <coughs> his, worst wicket he's ever taken. Like... I think that's definitely fair. So he's full bold. toss, and he was—he apparently as soon as it was out of his hand, he was like looking to cow, just think this yeah. thing's just like I'm hoping this is caught, and the guy has missed it. It's hit him on the back shin, yeah, and he's been giving that elbow. So yeah, number nine batsman. This is genuinely a moon ball. It has gone shout, so high. Shout out James Sansloni in the moon ball. Yeah, um, and yeah, hit the bloke on the pad. Half of us are still looking out to where Mitch Adamos is. Out on the boundary And then about three seconds later We've all kind of appealed Almost as like a second thought Umpire's fingers gone straight up And people are just laughing Rolling around It was um, pretty grim So Brody took three for one Brody took three for one Pretty off. impressive Yeah pretty pretty good So his, I think his bowling average is 0.33 for the season yeah. So he'd be pretty happy But yeah I think we all bowled pretty well um, Just in that middle kind of period Because they were going at sixes So we kind of completely... Shut them down, which bit is of, good. Bit of, bit of cowboy stuff from the Gosmos boys. Oh, look, you never want to speak down of an opponent, mate. But yeah, it's pretty grim. Yeah. Um, and then um, to Tender McCover, um, in his first game back in the threes for a while, he opened the batting, um, and fifty-four not out, and played some of the better like, square drives you'll ever see. Just so like, he, was it a bit of like you know? Do you remember how like Shane Watson used to square drive like on yeah. like one knee, like yeah, and just like big I'm power. thinking. Mitch Marsh at the Wacker in oh, that Ashes series yeah, to bring yeah. up the 100. Yeah. That square drive straight to the boundary. That yeah. was T on the weekend just repeatedly. So he finished with 54 not out. And then Reedy also elevated to open the batting, um, 31 not out. So that was a really good sign good, for us. Good from four hours. Yeah, finding um, two new opening batsmen. Um, and they, and they really took the they opportunity. Good, they looked good together? They did. A little left-hand, right-hand combination. Always a good little combo. Ran pretty well. So that was the threes. Yeah, pretty... Comfortable 10-wicket win for us. 
The uh, Fours had a good win as well. Um, we trotted over to their ground after we'd finished and um, had a look at that. It got quite tense. Um, it was getting close, but um, the Subi boys kept them, the Gosnells boys, to 175. Yep. Um, Whitbread. Uh, Big or Nick. Big Nick Whitbread or Ryebread uh, took three for 27 and Tommy Hacker took three for 29. So it looks like it was a pretty um, even spread for the bowlers. Yep. Um, and then the Subi boys uh, chase it down, ran them down. And uh, Hinchy, the Hinch Beast. Hinch Beast. Could be the summer of Hinchy. The way he's going. 52. One big bomb, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and then John O'Dane, back from Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, chipped in with a nice little 36 red to uh, cap it off. So that's another really good win for the club. Um, and the Fours boys, I think that's their first win of the season. As it was the twos. Yeah. So the the Subi train, the wheels are in full motion, I'd say. Good to get four from four. Absolutely. Women's cricket yesterday, uh, Sunday. Yeah. So we had a slightly worse day. Mm. Probably not our best Sunday going round. But in A grade, we uh, had Melbourne at Floriot. And they, yeah, got away to a pretty good start. Um... And, yeah, we were battling there for a bit, trying to get that first wicket. And then Yashan just came through and took four for 18 in one of her first A-grade games. Yeah, so was it her debut? Um, I think she's played a couple last year, but this I think maybe the first time she's bowled and just she's just taken four for just 18. Just for the listeners, what does she bowl? Um, just med, stump to stump, yeah. you know, in the right place. I was down there um, throughout the afternoon and her celebration for oh, her first yeah. wicket. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah, so um, she just got really up and about and, yeah, just, I don't know, she just, I don't what do you call that? When embraced people, yeah, yeah, just yeah, I think embraced, jumped on people. Little um, um, Evelyn Brock, yeah. I think might have been the closest to her and I reckon she nearly got snapped in half. Yeah, Yishan was very up and about, which, fair game. I mean, four no, wickets. Because it was a, was it a state batsman? Uh, yeah, the first one was state batsman on about 50-odd and just first ball she bowled to her, got her caught, so um, easy it was quite handy. Easy, uh, yeah. easy game it's an easy game for some, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I wish I could do that, um, yeah. but, you know. Uh, and then batting, so Melbourne ended up making, making 147 and chasing um, Bance, tried her best for us, got 39 and then just hit one down mid-wicket's throat, <laughs> which she was... Not happy about. And then Jackie as well chipped in. Probably first time we've seen Jackie bat for a decent amount of time in a while. And, yeah, just hit 30, which is very good. Where would Jackie bat um, when you've got, like, all your state players playing? Um, And and where did she bat this weekend? So this week she batted at four. Yeah. So, and then with all the state girls, she's probably more, like, an eight, nine. So, yeah, (laughs) we... It's good having that at eight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um... It's nice tail end runs um, if we ever get there, but yeah. Um, and then in B grade, we had Steph Harrington actually captaining her first game for the club, so shout out to her. She did a great job. Well done, Steph. Congratulations. Um, and then in ours, Evie, who's having quite the year with the bat I so far. She had a top score of twenty seven last year, last week, yep. which was her top score ever, and she's got thirty five this week. So she just in keeps form. It, she just keeps eclipsing it. Summer yeah. of Evie. Summer, Summer of, of Evie. Evie. Yeah, so she did well. I think she opened as well, so making runs at the top. And then Melville um, chased it down pretty easily. I think they got in the 14th or so over, but still was a 
good effort from the girls. Melville yes. a pretty strong female club. Uh, yeah, their, uh, their B-grade team in particular is quite strong compared to the others. A-grade, I mean, with most of the A-grade teams, it's a bit hit and miss when the state girls aren't there. But, yeah, yeah so I don't know, hopefully this week we can bounce back a bit against South Perth for A's. At the start of the year, who do you guys look at as kind of, I guess, the benchmark or the team to beat? Um, I feel like Midland have been quite strong in the in recent years. Um, it's a bit in the T Twenty season. Normally, it's quite close. The because we only have four teams in A's, we end up just pretty much like tossing up for the second and third spot. Yeah. Um, but fifty over season, Midland are normally quite strong. At least have been in recent times. Yeah. Rats, you want to talk fifteens and seventeens? So they had the start of a two-week game. Yeah. Um, <coughs> both teams batted. Um, the fifteens uh, all out one hundred and eighty-three. Uh, Charlie Watson thirty-six not as the top scorer. So it looks like few people just chipped in. No, I think Charlie might have made a few runs last week as well. From memory, possibly. So I think remember the, hearing the name. Yeah, might um, be a bit of form, young Charlie. Obviously, good to see him. Red ink as well, always nice. Yeah. And then the 17s, they look like they've had a pretty decent uh, hit. Three for 239. Nathan Murphy, 64. Louis Clayton, 53, not out. He got runs last week, didn't he, as well? 30, I maybe. Louis Clayton, maybe, yeah. yeah. Um, Neil Callier, 50. And Tom Hopwood, 47, not. So a couple of good scores there. Yeah, we um, were down there. Obviously, they were playing at Alderbury, so we were down there. Um, probably for the last 15 overs of their game. And it looked, I think those two boys, Louie and Tom, made it look pretty easy out there. I think a couple of ramp shots were coming out and Jeez. they bring out all the tricks. So oh. those two batted really well from what we saw. And um, I know it's good to Nathan's see a made a few in the past and good. Neil goes all right as well. So I see a few Cubs, line Cubs. Mate, doing the Subi well. factory is looking good. So yeah, it is maybe the Colts team in a few years will go all right. Absolutely. All right, Jess, we've got a few questions for you, if you don't mind. Um, so firstly, can you just tell us, I guess, how long you've been playing cricket, how you kind of got started playing cricket, and how did you eventually end up at Subi? Yeah, so I've actually been playing cricket for quite a while. I kind of accidentally fell into it. My brother is two years younger than me, and he went to sign up for Milo Have A Go back then. And shout then, out to Cam. Yeah, shout out to Cam. Um not an avid listener of the podcast, but I'll <laughs> get him on. Um, and, yeah, he just went to sign up and I happened to be in the car and was like, oh, can I play too? So that started there and then just played three junior boys up at Whitford's and then ended up migrating down to Wembley in under-18s and then the natural progression, Wembley to Subi. Very and nice. Yeah. Are there many there girls at Subi who played with you at Wembley then? Um, yeah, Wembley, most of the girls that we have who've come through juniors, yeah, they've played there. So, like, your Millie Monaghan, your Liv Pennell, those girls all. Yeah, so you guys would have played a fair bit of cricket together, which is good? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, I don't know, in women's, because we normally have, like, three-year age brackets there on the cusp of that, like, three years from me. So we had, I think, one year crossover there. But, yeah, I don't know, you end up playing cricket with the same girls. There's not many of us floating around. So. Yeah. I always find it interesting because um, everyone's answer and response is different to this, but why or what do you think is the, the best thing about cricket? Uh, I feel like 
there's not much about cricket itself that <laughs> <laughs> kind of brings you back. But I feel a lot of it's the girls you play with, like their friends that I've made, um, both at Zuby and at the other clubs we play that I pretty much wouldn't see without cricket. And yeah. cricket's a br- great excuse to bring you back in summer. You can, you can have drinks after the game, get around the girls. Um, and yeah, it's a bit of fun. Well, you can just. I think it's probably the same for, would be similar for you and me, Jamie, that a lot of the guys that like, and it's the fantastic thing for the juniors listening to get around as well, is like a lot of the guys we played junior cricket with, um, so even like the 14s team that we made a grand final in, we had Greeny, Hamish, Willow, Mitch Adamos, Brody, me, don't know if I'm missing anybody, I don't think I'm missing anybody, but that's six out yep. of the possible 11 in that team still that are still playing at the club. I mean, my 15s team was pretty much the same, like we've got probably seven of those blokes who are still playing now. And I reckon from my 14s team, even the guys who aren't playing cricket anymore, like I still see out, um, have a good chat with them. So I think it's definitely, I don't think there's any other sport in the world where you spend the whole day, most often yeah. like on the sidelines, just talking to people. So yeah. it's definitely a good um, little bonding experience, I, I guess, cricket. Yeah, it's a good thing for the juniors to hear as well because it is such a... Um, game that you can play for such a long time and you play with the same people so you may as well get to know them well and enjoy their company so firstly congratulations um on your captaincy (laughs) this year so you've just come on as captain for the women's a grade team for those who don't know what have you found the most challenging part of captaincy so far have you done much captaincy before um i captained in our under 18s at wembley but that's at that, that time was eight aside, so <laughs> a yep. bit different. Um, and then I did a bit in the like state juniors. I filled in one year away when our captain got injured. Um, but yeah, I found it challenging just knowing, kind of being having to be ahead of the game the whole time and think through strategies, particularly as a bowler. Like um, on the weekend, didn't bowl my best, and then you're trying to, you know, put aside what you're feeling about your bowling, and then try and you know stay up for the girls, think about, you know, how we're going to get other people out if the plan A doesn't work, yep. try and shuffle through and <laughs> figure out something else. Um, and so obviously at Subi we're pretty lucky. We've got obviously Nicole Bolton who's played a fair bit of Australian yeah, cricket. Played, played a bit of cricket. Yeah. <laughs> played a fair bit of cricket. Bit of a legend, yeah. Um, and then obviously Bance, you got Lisa now who's captain New South Wales, I think. HG. Um, and then, yeah, HG at times. So kind of how have you lent on them a bit throughout this year, both in terms of like your cricket and your leadership? And have they kind of helped you out much this year and in what ways? Yeah, they've uh, definitely helped out. I think particularly tactically with just field settings, all of them just have such a wealth of knowledge having played so much cricket. And particularly like a lot of the state girls that we come up against, they're, you know, the prize wickets to get. So it's very handy when you have people who train with them multiple times a week being like you know maybe set this field and kind of know how to get them out yeah so it's definitely great I think um well Bolts is only here for the one game but Lisa as well has done a lot of work with uh Jackie and Karis on their fields and their you know bowling tactics which I think can only help us um going forward do you have a vice captain uh we do that's Lauren Nicholson shout out to Sonny Loz. Just yeah. made an Australian indoor cricket team. Yeah, Loz. she's yeah been Australian cricket, indoor cricket team. Yep, very so good. So congratulations to Loz. Well done. Absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, so as I said, I was at a game this on the weekend. I quite like this. 
<laughs> and um, obviously we love Bants here at the Lions Den. Um, we, love, she, we love all the lions. We do love all the lions and lionesses alike. Um, she can get pretty vocal behind the stumps, and I heard she may or may not have given a bit of a spray after the game. What happened there? And um, do you know of any? Can you tell us about any other good sprays she might have given? Um, I don't know. We don't really do sprays a whole lot in women's cricket. I feel like they tend to not work that well. But yeah, there was definitely that, a bit that's of. That's weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, there was de- definitely some strong words said. It wasn't. Um, very harsh, but I just felt on the weekend it was a bit kind of frustrating how we played. Um, I feel like the girls as a whole have a there's a lot of potential, and just we sometimes don't reach that or you know show that we have that potential. Um, I think yeah, it was a bit frustrating. We kind of in our batting innings went about it in a similar way to how we have in the past when it's been proven to not work. Um, and then, yeah, as well, just I feel like we were slightly off in the field. There were just things that we normally do well that we <laughs> didn't do well. Um, but, yeah, in terms of other sprays, there was one last year that wasn't great. That wasn't from Bants. Uh, that was from <laughs> our coach at the time. Um, and it didn't go down that well. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, um, I don't know. It's, I think it's one of those things. It's like sometimes you do need to be going to say sometimes totally. they're well deserved yes i think yeah. a well-timed spray is good yeah. but you can't just spray people like yeah. willy-nilly it doesn't yeah you gotta pick your targets you can't just you can't yeah. just spray people willy-nilly what's I know, I know your that. like i guess leadership style so if we have a bad day are you kind of like stern with the girls or do you kind of try to be a bit more nurturing get around people um, i think it's there's i don't know i'm not i'm very non-confrontational yes so <laughs> spraying people is not my vibe I don't think most of the girls would react well to it anyway um we try and focus on the positives a lot more and like take uh negatives as a learning opportunity about areas to improve on so I think yeah try and be supportive make people enjoy cricket it can be a long hard day yes so <laughs> you know don't want girls hating it out there so, I think that was the yeah. biggest thing we spoke about in our um, like pre-season culture session, I guess, if you want to call it that, was just kind of really focusing on having fun. Yeah. Like, you're going to have days in cricket where you are. <coughs> Sorry. You, um, don't wanna, you don't want to be there. There's well, times when you just, you're just you getting yeah. pummeled by the team. other team might be three for 239 and all their players have made 50s. Lily Clinton's <laughs> whacking them. Yeah. But um, I think it's important. You still want to have fun. I yeah. mean, it's like your day off. From work well, or whatever, and the other thing is this: like it's amateur sport. You're you paying, play for fun. You're don't paying you? to play it. Like you don't want to pay, and not that it's all about paying or whatever, but no. you, you don't want to pay and have a poor experience. You yeah. want to have fun. You're there with guys you've played for Your five best or six mates. seasons with that I personally would count as some of my some of my best mates. Like you just want to have fun, yeah. and if you win a couple of games along the way, it makes it more fun. But yeah, you just want to have fun. Yeah, um, we've touched on the experience and quality that we have in the club in both obviously the female and male teams but what do you think what else do you think makes Subi such a good club um I think a lot of it is just the wider playing group I think as you were saying fun I think that's also a big uh, value that we try and focus on at Subi in the female program and I think yeah a lot of times other clubs can kind of get caught up in you know trying to push girls like a lot, well, really hard and trying to make them perform. Um, and I don't think that 
works all the time. You like, you know, you want girls to be there for the right reasons. And I think that's one thing we try and do that, whether that's, you know, like Jackie who's, you know, probably pushing for a state contract or whether it's girls who are just playing in their first season, we try and, you know, do stuff as a group. You know, some things you have to do separately, but I think as we really try and focus on a kind of united front on the girls' yeah. side. And, yeah, I think that's one of the good things. And then we have a bit of fun elsewhere as well, just some social events throughout the year, which always makes things go a bit better. Yeah. Um, so, done a bit of research. I'm told after your games, you guys yes. do... So you talk about a player of, a player of the day, the lioness of the day, and the Gumby of the day. Yeah. Gumby. So what's the Gumby of the day? And can you tell us a few of the better Gumby stories you've heard? I imagine Chef probably features a fair bit. Yeah, Chef definitely does feature a fair bit, but she embraces it, so yeah, that's what you that's want. That's good. good. Um, so, yeah, our Gumby Award is for someone who's done something probably a little bit dumb on the weekend. Um, <laughs> kind of silly. Yeah, silly. kind of yeah. silly, yeah. Um, and, you know, we don't make it uh, cricket like performance related yeah so it's always just something that you know we've had chef's iconic one which to be fair she'll never live down but um she came into bowl one time and her back foot just didn't land and then neither did her front foot and so she just ended up face down on the turf i've done that on the crease (laughs) um and then came up with a little bit of grass in her teeth oh no i haven't haven't yeah so she literally ate the pitch um and then tried to keep bowling, but no, we probably sent her off. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was that's probably the highlight. But you know, playing on a Sunday and particularly Sunday morning after Christmas for fifty over season, you get a few um, just typical Sunday morning incidents. But you happen to be at cricket. Yeah. So. Do you reckon? Um, <laughs> do you reckon that beats uh, Josh Park's incident on the weekend where he? What was we, Josh Park? Josh Park, for anyone that doesn't know, is the second grade captain. And um, we had we were bowling first. We'd all got out into the field. Everyone was set in their positions. Deck was at the top of his mark, ready to bowl. He'd gone through his whole routine. He'd, he'd early trust morning the routine. process. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the umpire goes, where's the ball? Oh, no. And Josh hasn't bought out the ball. So Josh has had to run off the ground, get the ball, run back out. And then we started. Josh can be forgetful. I remember... Two but years it's ago, like, you know, it's the only thing the fielding team needs is a cricket ball. To be yeah. fair, though, I've struggled with remembering the match ball. Yeah, um, okay. and we have to bring it both legs with just each one. Yeah. I remember two weeks ago, uh, two years ago at Perth, Josh was I reckon an hour and a half late because yeah. he had got locked out of his <laughs> locked out <laughs> of his reason. new apartment <laughs> and he lost said, his keys. He said his brain was scrambled for some reason. Can't yeah, he was a bit rattled that morning. No, I don't know, but um. And then I think his car battery was flat or something as well. I think that was Luke's car that was Luke's flat. Luke's car was... Yeah. The Parkers yeah. had a bit of a mare that morning. But do you know who would have been all good? Ben Parker. Because he's, he's the cleanest bloke at the club. The neatest man. Yeah. And the nicest, I think, as well. Um, just to finish up with this part of the uh, podcast, Jess. Uh, maybe it's a bit of a big question. But um, what do you think is the, like, the next step for women's grey cricket? And... How do you think we'll increase both the quality and participation rates of girls playing? Yeah, so I think it's a question that, uh, like, across the comp, it's kind of struggled with all the way down from the WACA to, uh, well, from the top of the WACA and then just local clubs. And I think in the past and even in recent history, we've 
the competition's kind of rushed to bring in additional teams because it sounds like numbers are there. Yeah. Um, but as you mentioned, quality is also a big factor. And at the moment, there is quite a um, dramatic gap between yeah. the state girls and the non-state girls. Um, and I think in some ways there's not a whole lot present day we can do about it because realistically, I mean, in terms of my career path, I guess, or cricket cricketing career, um, it's a bit of a rarity having started in juniors. Most of our girls have started probably when they're 15 or so. So um, I think now we're beginning in our under-17s. We have quite a few who have been playing for a long time and that's pretty much primarily due to the WBBL starting up. And I think at the moment there's it's a, it can be a bit hard. You know, you want – you're like, oh, the WBBL's been around for – you know, six, seven years now, but realistically those girls probably started cricket at about, you know, seven to ten and then they're still only yeah. in juniors. Um, but I feel like moving forwards with those girls coming through, it really will help out fill kind of the gaps and then fully sep- – well, not separate, but the pathways are a bit muddled at the moment with – we also have the uh, community competition on a Sunday afternoon, so it can be a bit hard to try and – sort out where players probably should be with and you can't do both with time clashes so I think it's one of those things that's a bit of a waiting game at the moment but also I think the Wackers doing some great initiatives they have a north versus south kind of talent carnival carnival thing with some of the girls in A grade and that's with the state girls so it's great to have more of an opportunity to play against those girls and with the academy as well like Jackie in the academy that can only help her get extra days of training into her as well. And it might be a bit of a tricky one to answer as captain. Yes. Because so be we, careful. So what just you say. be careful with who you who you pick. Mm. But who is your favourite player at the club and why? We always ask this. You don't have to answer me, Rats. Uh, so. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to avoid the female program because you know captain can't well play favourites. Smart. Very democratic. Um, yeah, I put a bit of thought into this. <laughs> it was probably <laughs> the question I was most focused on. Um, and yeah, I think on the guy side, there's a lot of contenders, some great boys around the club, and some great supporters of the female program. But one that sticks out is Lils Aaron Lilly. Yeah. Just all around great bloke. Um, Good hair. Yeah, great hair. Um, He also, (laughs) yeah, coached me a little bit privately in batting coaching actually before I was even at Subi. So has always been supportive of me and then other girls around the club I know he's very supportive of and he even was our batting coach a couple of years back when he had a bit of extra time and just just great bloke. Yes. One of the great men. Yeah. And shout out to Swinger Cricket. True. Well. Yeah. Swinger Cricket. If you need to practice against it. a swinging ball, swing cricket. Perfect. All right, let's... So we put out the shout out throughout the week on the socials couple for of cracking some questions. questions. And we do have a few ones. Yep. So the first one is from a young fella called Jake Morton Bourne. 13s, 14s? I think so. So I actually did some research on so young you're, Jake. So you're the My Cricket Nuffy. I'm the My Cricket wow. Nuffy now. And um, this... Will make every microcricket nuffy lick his lips. So Jake's career bowling average is six point four seven. Outrageous! Wow. And this isn't just he's played like one or two. He's played fifty two games. Oof. So his career bowling average is six point four seven, and his career batting average is one hundred and twenty two point three. Wow, that's do. So he he's better than the Don. 
I couldn't tell you how much money I'd pay to have my career stats like oh, that. Oh, yeah. I would screenshot that if I was him. Yeah. That's my save every, that, save every that display bad. profile on every social media. That's like, yeah. you could use that, like, you know. As a resume? Instead, instead of your ID, like when you're 18, <laughs> just yeah. use your my cricket. 6.47, 122. VIP access doesn't, straight away. It doesn't matter I was 13 and 14. No. Look You're coming in, Look at this bad boy. Yeah, yeah walk up, start to any team. Anyway, have yeah. To think. Sorry, question. back to Jake's <laughs> question. So Jake asks, if you could give your younger self some advice, what would it be? Rhett, you want to? Yeah, I'll start. Um, I thought about this a bit, and I reckon the, I, this is a good one for all the juniors. I think if we can impart something, yeah, to them. But I think um, trying to just be like consistent. I know, like as as a junior, and I'm. Even now, I'm a bit of a kind of tinkerer and a fiddler. Yeah. But I think, you know, cricket's a game of averages. Um, I remember speaking to um, an ex-player, Andrew Holder, about it one afternoon. He was saying, you know, it's a game of averages. As soon as you start tinkering with things, you start changing the, um, the chance of, you know, hitting your average or whatever. So if you can try and do the same stuff through a season, as long as it's not affecting your technique or there's no hole in it, if you can be really consistent with what you're doing and what you're trying to do and your game plan and stuff like that, it will come off five, six times a year more than if you're, you know, okay, now I'm going to pick my bat up here or um, now I'm going to get my front arm here when I'm bowling and stuff like that. So I think consistency is one and just like just trusting what you're doing is the right right thing. Sort of like knowing what works for you. Yeah, for sure, because yeah. everyone, everyone's different. Like I set up completely differently when I bat to, to what you do and yeah. probably the same to Jess. But for whatever reason, that works for me. And if you can try and just be repetitive and do that every single time you bat in the nets and then when in the game, I actually think it relaxes you a lot more as well because you're not thinking, oh, I tried this thing on Tuesday night and it kind of half worked and I tried this on Thursday. Like, where am, What am I doing on a Saturday? Yeah, You walk out to bat and you just know. Yeah. So that, that would be my advice, I think. To a younger Jack To a younger Jack Italic, yeah. Younger Brumby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think consistency is obviously a big thing. Like, the more consistent you can be, you're probably going to end up better off. Um, and, yeah, I think I think just, yeah, have fun, embrace it. Cricket can be not the best game to play. Um, and so really getting around your teammates, I think that's important, as we were saying earlier. You know, you make lifelong friends out of cricket and... You know, no one's going to want to hang around you if you're, like, super hyper-focused on your performance. I think contributing to the wider team... I mean, Jake obviously doesn't need much help <laughs> on his performance. Yeah, we should be getting advice so, from Jake, yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, if he could, yeah, flick me how to bat, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think just, yeah, try and have fun. Try and get around the boys that you play with. And, yeah, just stick it soupy. JC? I reckon... Obviously, I'm still young and not the wisest, yeah, I think wisest we, head I, in the... I would like to just say, we, we are, all three of us are still young. Yeah, so. we got, haven't lived a long life. But um, I reckon this one goes for your cricket and everything in general. And I reckon just, like, say yes to everything. Like, while you're young... Obviously not if you hit it straight to a field and don't say yes. <laughs> please don't, no. no. Um, but, like, just try everything, do everything. If your coach asks you, oh, do you want to open, open the batting bat. today, like... Just say yes, try everything. Um, and I think, like, I've tried to do that as much as possible and I think it's held me in pretty good stead. Um, and, yeah, whether it's cricket or life, trying new things, um, I think just try everything. 
even if you think you might not like it, just try and embrace it. Don't knock till you try it. Exactly. And I think that will hold you in pretty good stead. Um, We had a pretty similar question from the phantom which was advice yeah. to a young player i was going so to make sure that everyone knows that he's called the phantom the phantom so that's sam pierce for those for the younger boys who don't know he's the club treasurer and a great man um but yeah base or the phantom um but we'll skip that question that's pretty pretty similar but also from base so two day games well, i think this is advice to a young player true yeah that was yeah yeah same kind of thing as what jake um wanted to know no, I think, yeah, I think his oh. question is yeah. in... For the... Te- yeah, okay. It's yeah. probably right. the most important part. Yeah, uh, this is a very important part of grad cricket. So Sam Pierce says, two-day games are coming up for the men. Talk to me about afternoon tea. What's your favourite item? What do you take? And what's your strategy to approach afternoon tea? Well, I reckon the thing you've got to work out very quickly is what's your favourite thing at tea. Yeah. What are you looking for? What, is, what, are, you, what are your three favourites? Because obviously you're not going to eat the same thing, but what are your three favourites? Find out where they are on the table, park up and park up. Yeah, and concrete feet. Do not let anybody move you from that spot. Yeah. Those party pies are yours. Yeah. Are you like a? Because obviously they've got the paper plates. Yeah. Are you kind of a grab a handful of stuff, pop on the plate, and walk away, or do you just kind of pick from no, the, I'm always, from the I, table? I always reckon it's like rude when you see people loading up a plate. Yeah. So okay. I, I, I always like to take like you know one of a few things, walk away, have it, and then I'll come back. But if we're talking about like, you know, there's no boundary. Yeah. What's the ta- load up? Load up. Park up. Load up. Does it change if you're batting at the time or bowling for well, you? I don't know. I you, I don't ever eat heaps of tea, but I think it's important. You obviously need to eat it enough that you're able to sustain your energy level for the the afternoon or whatever. Yeah. Um, but my favourite item is uh, the Rachel Wilson. Uh, chicken sandwich wow. and, it's, and it's been my favourite item Since I was about 14 Yeah And I don't think it'll change There's nothing that's topping it It's just I don't know what she does to them There's something in them That's just a bit different uh, Do you guys get tea? Um, yeah In 50 over season we do um, With COVID It's been a bit different We've had to bring our own But normally we The women's It's quite an organised process um, We normally all bring Kind of one thing So you can make some sandwiches, have a few snacks. Um, I agree. Just, yeah, you want to know what you like and stick to that. Um, personal favourite, I'm a big fan of watermelon on a hot day. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, so watermelon with a little bit of mint on top of it. Okay. Oh, okay. That, give that a go. Yeah. yeah. Must be nice. That's a Tim Rattalic special. Is it? <laughs> Who do you reckon does the best tea? What club? Midland always do a really good tea. They do. That was my answer. And and despite Gosnells being in the sticks, Gosnells <laughs> does it. Gosnells does a good tea. Like they do. They, they do. still have Coles. Shout out to Coles. 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 Down at Gosnells. Well, they. I remember the last time they had a tea. We played there last year, and it was still the COVID stuff, and they just kind of put out a bit of. Yeah. But the last time they did a proper tea out there, they had a, two plates full of vanilla slice. Wow. And I don't reckon. It was like the white whale. I've never seen it <laughs> at an afternoon tea before, but it was like, what, what, what's this? What's this? What, how, do I, how do I approach this at tea? And it was unbelievable. I loved, um, I reckon, I still remember at 14s, playing at Midland Guildford, and they had these profiteroles. And I Again, honestly think... You wouldn't, like, you wouldn't put it with tea. Profiteroles at tea, but I would have ate 15. <laughs> How'd you feel after? 
so bad. Yeah. But so good. Like, yeah. I'd do it again yeah. in a heartbeat. But, yeah, I'd parked up, concrete feet, and... Got a teach chance. Mate, all the juniors, just remember concrete feet. Do not let anybody move you. Yeah. So, exactly the opposite of batting. Yeah. Oh, you want... But light. it's all about footwork. Cricket. It's all about footwork. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and the last question we've got is from Miss Jono. Yeah. It's one of the women, cricket, yeah. women cricketers. She goes, tell us about the girl's number one fan, John. Yeah, so as Jono knows, um, shout out to her up in Kununurra. Yeah. Um, but yeah, John, bless John. Um, he's this, we don't know how old he is actually, but he would be, I'd have to say Give 80s. us a range. I think I met him on the weekend. Yeah. Where's his baggy to the game? Where's his baggy? We cool. got him a little Subi baggy. He shakes everyone's hand, asks how they're going. He actually lives in Rockingham, so he, and he can't wow. drive. So he catches public transport up. Um, what an absolute every, soldier. Every week. He's not related to anyone in the team. Um, he's just, he started coming because one of our past players who lives in Victoria now, she, he used to go to soccer games that she played and then she brought him over to cricket. Just and So he's not yeah. a past player, isn't he? Not a past player. Just loves the just game. Just loves the game, loves the girls. Is um, he wearing a Subi shirt Yeah, well? so cool. we've kind of decked him out in a bit of Subi gear. And yeah, bless him, he takes... He has a film camera and not like a trendy, cool film camera, like a old one that's probably older than all three of us. Um, and he takes a photo of the team before the game every week. Um, God knows what's happening with those photos. We've only <laughs> we've seen a couple of film printouts, but yeah, there's always one with hats on and then one with hats off just before we go out to field or even after we've been flogged. He'll and he didn't get one before the game. He'll still. Get us one after the game. What a man, man. And yeah, just... John. Yeah, John. And, yeah, public transport from Rockingham. Wow. So, just... So, it's Ash Blake's excuse. Exactly. I've heard that the um, Rockingham boys are questioning his allegiance to them at the moment with a couple <laughs> of his comments on Subi posts. Is that right? Wow. Yeah. Bit of a watch this space, watch maybe. Watch this space, maybe. Wow, so John. What a man. Yeah. We like John. Rhett's. We've uh, got a new segment this week. And we're going to try and keep this as an ongoing segment. This is this has been brought in uh, on request from a couple of the boys at the club. But this week we're running, and for the next couple of weeks, Brumby's bets. Gamble responsibly. So just a couple of little uh, scenarios that I think will happen this week. My first one, Hinchy. The Hinch Beast, in form. Hinchy to score 40-plus with two bombs. Like it. And hits Bombs. He hits bombs. My second one, the White Panther, Hamish McKenzie, to get a run out. Normally fields at mid-wicket. I reckon he's going to pick it up, one hand, bang, snap, done, gone. Nice. Direct hit. Direct hit. Nice. Yeah. Third one, Junior, Chris Hainsbury, to say it's the summer of Junior, 10 plus times on Saturday. That's, <laughs> that would be, that's, that's, that's going to happen. That's a sure bet. <laughs> that's your, like, gimme for that. That's a sure one. bet. Yeah. <laughs> good odds. Yeah. And the fourth... Uh, Jackie Knight to take three. Nice. On the dot. Not not less, not more. Three on the dot. Well, she took four for seven last time we played South Perth. Yeah. So a little awesome. bit of a bunny team, maybe. Maybe. I'm knows? saying three on the dot. All right. Yeah. I like it. Lock and those in. Lock them in. Yeah, lock them in. Uh, JC, little guess the player to finish. We do. We'll start with Chris. What Chris has got to say. Who can guess that lion? Who? Who, 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 who can guess that I am? Who, 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 who? <laughs> Thanks, Chris. So, Jess, 
in case you don't know, and for any new listeners at home, I'll give you ten clues about a player, maybe male, maybe female, we don't know. So it's a player at the club, you guys just have to guess who this player is. Alright. <coughs> so this player is 21 years of age or older. They have played a first grade or a grade game. Oh, okay. So Interesting. Can we ask can we ask you a question? You can. I might not answer it. Gender? <laughs> not telling. Okay. Huh. This person's favourite colour is yellow. Well, I mean I'd Fan hope of I'd, I'd hope that they are my favourite colour is yellow. Yeah. I'd hope that all the lions and lionesses' favourite colour is yellow. I like maroon. Yeah, that's alright. With a hint of yellow. Yeah, and maybe a little bit of just a blue trim. Yeah, blue yeah. trim. This person can do the worm. Oh, I know who this is, I think. Maybe just hold off then. That's a... The worm's brave. Mm. The worm is If brave. you get the worm, ro- the worm wrong, a bit of carpet burn. Yeah. Mm. Can hurt the knees if you, like, don't yeah. do it well. Yeah. Uh, clue number five. This person has lost odds out of 100 twice. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> it is impressive. <laughs> That's... She's picking one or 100. Or he. I think... I think... I think it's a, a girl. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. we can keep going. They're a right-handed batter. Yeah. Yes. Do you think you know who? Yeah. It? Interesting yeah. you say batsman. Because that's not the term anymore, man. Trick question. Well, well answered. Yeah. If you get a guess for me, Rats. No. Uh, How many questions have got left? We've got four clues left. Okay. And I think Jess knew from about clue number three. This is now. Yeah. This is now the about me. Clue. This is all about you. Just how you like it. All right. This person's <laughs> <laughs> this person's high score is 71. Right. Has that changed anything, Jess? I'm going to stay because I don't think anything anyone else would fit the other clues. Yeah, so, knock. This person's afraid of spiders. Aren't Arachnophobia. We Aren't we all? I think she takes it to Actually, me. Do you level. find spiders or snakes scarier? Mm. I find snakes scary. Yeah, snakes. They don't have arms. I find, <laughs> I find I the impending man-made climate change scarier, man. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, valid. Ice milk. Two clues left. This person has two dogs. Oh, Jess, a bit of confusion coming yeah, across no. the face. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> lost. <laughs> it's thrown me, but I think I so could find one, a reason. One left. Do you want to take a guess? Is it Tansy? It is Tansy. Yeah. Well, that was so well done. Worm. You knew that from a long time. I've seen time the worm out. in action. Pretty impressive. Wait, maybe, Very we'll impressive. The worm, maybe we'll see the worm yeah. at one of the events this year. I think Hopefully. we might. I think, people, I think people will be asking for it now. Yeah. Let me tell you this last clue because this is one of the most bizarre things I've heard in a long Worse time. Worse than, weirder than Ben Massey's 50 chicken nuggets. He actually told me during the week it was more than 50. Oh, no. He said it was around. He said it was around about fifty, but it was actually more than fifty. Fifty that's odd. Fifty odd. That's Ooh. red ink. You're feeling sort bad. of disgusting. Sort of quite impressive. He said that he thought he was in like real because I, I was completely like impressed. But I was like, how is this bloke eating that many? So I asked him, and he was like, oh, I got to thirty and like was in strife. Yeah, and I was but like, how did you? 30. How did you eat nearly double from thirty anyway? Do you reckon he went sauce with it? Ooh, what sauce do you go for chicken nuggets? I'm not a big chicken nugget. I'm not a big chicken nugget fan. Oh God. What's no, the sauce to go no. with? It's um, 
It's the blended up chicken that scares me a bit. Yeah, yeah I don't know what's in it. Um, no, big barbecue fan. I'm a recent convert as well. Mm. I used to be sweet and sour, but barbecue yeah, okay. now. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll give you this last clue for Tansy. She's swum laps of the moat at UWA. <laughs> That's... Oh. S- <laughs> I've got no words for That's, that. Mm. Yeah, look, that's weird. That's, that's the moat around Ray Do you think that water's stagnant? Apparently oh, it was pretty filthy. There's a lot of duck droppings in it, I reckon. Yes, that's A lot of heard. mosquito larvae. I always thought it was like ankle height, but apparently at least knee height. You can swim You get a stroke in. Proper. Yeah. Laps, man. Laps, a few laps. So yeah, so thanks to Tansy for <laughs> thanks those. Tansy. Um, Tansy. Yeah, she's one of the one of the great one of the great people at the club, I reckon. But anyway, that's that uh that's all we've got time for. We've had for a bit, today. Of, bit of a longer one this week, but we we'd like to thank Jess for coming in. Obviously it was a really insightful to hear what she had to say about the female program, not only at Subi but in WA. It was. Um Good luck to all grades against South Perth this week. Big fixture. They've been pretty strong, I think, for the last couple of weeks. They have. So ones and threes are at Richo. Yeah. Twos and fours at Floriot and Alderbury. And the women also have South Perth, I think. Yeah. Where are you guys we have at Floriot, I believe. B grade. I think they might have Midland, but I'm not sure on that. Don't quote me. <laughs> all right. And well, then just a little teaser for next week, uh, fan favourite... Uh, Junior Hainsbury, I think we might be getting back on next week just to see how the summer of junior's going. We'll be checking in with him. All right, thank you. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah.